Hello and welcome to Platonic Life Mates. My name is Melissa. I'm Whitney. Welcome back. Today we are going to talk about friendship and friendship relationships, not romantical ones, but uh, platonic ones. And how those evolve and change and morph over the years and what that means in our lives. So, some good shit today, people. <laughs> uh, which is kind of what our podcast is kind of started as, is long-distance friendship, Whitney and I spending time together. So, this episode is kind of dedicated to the topic of our podcast, friendship. Friendship. Oh, but, but first, let's do um, a little bit of a check-in about our weeks. How was your week, Miss Whitney? I went back to work, so I like getting paid for not being at work. That's and nice. I need to yeah, figure out how to do that. Permanently. How to get paid for working but not being at yeah. work? Okay, okay. How to get paid for not being there? I haven't quite cracked that nut yet, so I'm open to suggestions, people. I feel like when you do crack that nut, you could write like a book, a blog. You could write anything about it and sell the information, and you would be you'd make a lot of money. I will, because then that will just keep that train going. Yeah. As long as it's not some type of like MLM business that gets you out of it. (laughs) People will run. If if I'm at the top of that, I mean, who the hell cares, right? Okay. Yeah. What would your product uh, be? I don't know. Does it really matter? Would it be like beauty related, fashion, or like home? Have you seen me? It's not going to be beauty or fashion. It could be. Like, it could be like a beauty that you can do with like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like everything's about these magnetic eyelashes, but I haven't found a pair that works. So like you, maybe you can come up with like magnetic, magnetic eyelashes that actually work. Yeah. I tried one pair of those and I was like, how I've tried the ones that like sandwich and I can't get them close to the root. And then I've tried ones that are, um, like the eyeliner is magnetic. Oh yeah. I've seen those. And I've tried those and they're okay, but they're, they're, they're not like a a heavy wind and I'm eyelashless, but also I feel like because I'm pretty good at eyeliner and I'm pretty good at like gluing on eyelashes too. I feel like if you're decent at eyeliner and you can really do a wing eyeliner, you can probably slap on some lashes too. Like you're not really eliminating anything by having magnetic eyeliner. See, I loved the idea of the magnetic like sandwich ones because mm-hmm. I don't wear makeup and I right. wear contacts and I don't want glue around my very expensive uh special contacts right special contact i don't want any of that shit around my eyes and i was like oh i would try the and because i don't wear mascara for that reason and stuff Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i would try these like tiny little magnetic eyelash things Mm -hmm. no no yeah you just can't like i can't clip together before you're even at the root of your lash and it's just like this like weird like looks like a caterpillar died on my face bad okay so maybe that would be your mlm prod your product would be like magnetic lashes that are like optimal like maybe it's some type of contraption that you hold over your eye and it just like on eyelashes on yeah maybe that sounds dangerous but good luck fucking genius yeah i'll I'll help you promote it hands okay there we go you'll be my first (laughs) besides going back to work and coming up with a million dollar idea how else was your week (laughs) um Wow, just back in the groove. So, yeah. You know, just getting back in the groove. So it was fine. Nothing special or amazing. Nothing awful. Nothing great. Just getting back in the groove. Have you been watching Jeopardy? No. So this week, Jeopardy has been, it's Jeopardy Goat, greatest of all time. And it's like the, like the three top contestants ever in the history have been battling it out. Oh. I know. It's kind of interesting. I like it. Yeah, I would watch. I'm always putting the kids down oh. at the time. So I haven't watched Jeopardy in like I bet you could four like years go online that. and like YouTube it or something. I bet you could find like the highlights at least. Yeah, I could do that. I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Mm. I might check that out because I am an old lady and I love me some Jeopardy. Yeah, I forget like what, what makes them the three win. Like one of them was won the most money, one like one Probably a certain like amount of money and a amount of wins yeah an amount of wins longest running and like one the a certain amount of money in the shortest amount of time oh okay so yeah cool i might check that out so my week's been pretty just average not high and not low uh 
Last weekend was uh, my late husband's birthday, so we had a group of friends go out and celebrate. <clears throat> it's it's ironic. Uh, Michael's favorite food uh, it was spaghetti, and his Just birthday is national. His, his birthday is National Spaghetti Day, so then we go. Luckily, we have one restaurant here in Columbus that's actually like based in Cincinnati. It was one of his favorite restaurants from Cincinnati, so we went there. And it was fun. We had a lot of friends come out and stuff like that. And then yeah, it um, looked like there were a lot of people. I saw pictures yeah. of Facebook. I it's sometimes feel bad. I can't go. But. It's sometimes weird for me in like group settings like that because every like literally like we don't I don't have single friends. So literally everyone else is partnered up except for me. So like or just like we went out to dinner for New Year's Eve, just stuff like that. And like the waiters are like, so who's with who? And it's like I'm like I'm by myself. <laughs> yeah so sometimes it's weird and those are the instances where like i think i've said before like i still wear my wedding ring like to prove that someone loved me like i'm not a terrible hideous person that is unlovable um <laughs> so that was michael's birthday and then i uh i babysat or nannied one of my friend's kid i do it every like every couple of weeks but he was here for a couple of nights so i had a tiny roommate this week and that was fun. yep and then just volleyball volleyball is really getting in the swing our first tournament is the second so second second of uh february so we're just kind of in the groove of practices and getting better and stuff like that yeah that's about my week august uh i uh have been i've been enjoying blogging we've been trying to post more on our website and that was fun for me i get frustrated when i can't like think and figure out exactly what i want to say like in my mind i know what i want to say but i can't find the words to say it but i've been enjoying it been enjoying the process but yeah writing's fun i haven't written like for not work reasons in a long time yeah so it's a good muscle to exercise again I'm because very it's very acidic and sarcastic in my writing so if that's not what you like don't read the post that <laughs> if I that's not up. what you like they're not here anyway <laughs> true but it's just i guess it's because it's our our blog that we can literally write whatever we want and so that's kind of like almost too much freedom it's like no give me a topic yeah, you need to be constrained. I need. No. I need guidelines, please. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good exercise. I'd be able to do like one a week. I know. I was like, oh, I'll be able to do more, but I was thinking this over the break, and then work started. I was like, oh god, we'll see how much I'll be able to actually do. <laughs> we can round up. I can do that. That's easy. Uh, yeah, stuff I've read that I enjoy or thought was funny or interesting or you know important but yeah writing itself hopefully one a week for me and and two from you have you noticed a trend in um like health and fitness this is the first of the year so there's always trends and people talk about stuff have you come across the trend of drinking celery juice in the morning ew gross no so supposedly it helps with a lot of things, including inflammation. It can help with people who have like autoimmune diseases, specifically lupus or stuff like that. So um, I don't obviously I don't have lupus, but I have been drinking celery juice t- for four days this week, Tuesday through today. And um, it's interesting. I don't notice anything, but I wanted to give it a try just for funsies. But uh, it's right. it's. Um, yeah, the, there's a it's a flavor that you need to grow to love. <laughs> if it tasted like celery salt from a Bloody Mary, I could be done with that. So not celery salt, but, but have you ever had like I guess a little bit of celery salt, but then also, but not in a good way. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big like drinks that you're are kind of spicy. Juicing, you're just juicing stalks of celery and a little bit of lemon. Oh, okay. And sometimes a little spinach, but I bought these pre-made, so they're obviously not as great. I don't have I don't have um, a macerating juicer, um, so that's why I brought them like pre-made from the gro- just at Kroger. I don't actually like juicing because you get rid of so much of like the good stuff of the vegetable, like the fiber yeah. and the pulp and stuff. Well, so I'll put stuff in my Ninja and pulverize yeah. it and then drink that because that is still the whole Right. And that's thing. what I, because I have like a bullet and Ninja and I was like, oh, I could, I mean, to me, I was like, that makes sense. That's what I'll do. I'll just put, and I can put like other things in there. But again, I don't know the science behind it, but supposedly for this, for the inflammation benefits, you don't want all that fiber. You're just wanting the juice in this instance. Hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know the science behind it, but I mean, I've been doing a lot of reading and been watching a lot of YouTube videos because, you know, YouTube is 100% correct. It's, yes, you definitely can get your MD from YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. But I was just curious if you've noticed this. I have not. Celery juice trend. You should check it out. Give it a little taste of I mean, I would try it. I feel like it would taste pretty good if I put some vodka in there and maybe like yeah. a couple cherry tomatoes on a toothpick floating in a martini glass. A but that's not the point. <laughs> and a slider. And a, a little rolled up piece of ham. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, let's so, jump into today's topic. Friendship and its ever-evolving self. That's what I'm calling it. And it's ever-evolving self. Yeah. Well, I mean, how we pick our friends and our like when we're teenagers versus when we're 20 versus when we're 30 are even when we're like younger. I feel like when we're little, like people who are your friends are just like people who are in your classroom or you know, maybe like your mom's friends, kids and stuff like that. We don't, we don't really choose our friends. I don't feel like when we're little, but once we get older, we get that chance to uh, choose our friends. Um, have you ever like purposefully ended a friendship, Whitney? Um, or this kind of fizzle out and you don't put the effort in because you're like, you're okay that it's fizzling out. I'm more of a fizzler. Like I was yeah, thinking about me too. relationships have ended and I've never actually... And this is for romantic too, but we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> I've never actively ended a friendship. I've never I don't been think like I have too. I'm breaking up with you. I can't like I've never done that. Which in some cases I probably should have. Yeah, you know, just because it would have been the nicer thing to do. But I'm very much just a fizzler. And in most accounts, the the way that has just done it's been on both parties, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Usually geographically, we first separate, and then neither party puts in the effort to keep it going, right. and then it just naturally fizzles out. That's probably you know ninety percent of the friendships that I've had that have, have kind of gone by the wayside. That's how they've gone by the wayside. Yeah, I feel like same thing. I feel, or it's like I would end it, but it is fizzling, so it's not worth the like oh, yeah, drama just... of ending it. So I'm just not going to put in the effort and just let it fizzle out. And then like when you get the text message every so often, it's just you just kind of like okay, we're like we should come see you sometime. Yeah, sure, whenever you know. Just you just don't like pursue it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I've never actively ended anything. <clears throat> so if you like now, like older. If you had a friendship that you had to end, would you just end it? Or do you think you would kind of still let it fizzle out? Because the reason I'm asking is because I know you. And you're not, like, you're not a passive-aggressive person at all. No. So I like to, like, for you to be a fizzler is, I feel like, outside of your character. So, like, as a as an adult, what would you do? I'm a lot more, yeah, I think I'm a lot more direct now. I think if, if we're talking friendship-wise and I was like, this is not a good fit. I think I would probably be more direct and just and be like, you know, I don't really, I don't really see us hanging out. I think you're mm-hmm. cool, but I, you know, or I, I think you're really nice, but I don't think we have a lot in common to hang out. Yeah. I think the difference too in your, like in your thirties and as you grow older too, as you form relationships, at least for me and you're probably similar, the people you choose to call friends or choose to pursue those relationships and spend time with i'm a lot more choosy i would say so like if i'm deciding to go have a drink with you or go see a movie with you or go to a craft show you know whatever Mm -hmm. i've put a lot of thought into it because i don't have a lot of free time yeah and i'm sure as fuck not wasting it on someone who i may or may not enjoy my time with well, I think it's just because we're adults, too. Like, we have careers and kids, and our time is... I don't want to say our time is more valuable than someone else's. That's not what I mean. But our our free time to ourselves is very valuable to ourselves. So if I'm picking between, like, spending a Saturday afternoon with you, you, you general, not you, Whitney, and we're going to go to, you said, craft fair, and yeah. that's what we're going to go okay. do, like, I have to... You have to be someone I really enjoy spending time with because I'm giving up my whole Saturday afternoon when I could be home. And we talked about this last week. We, You and I both need that time to recuperate from a week of like normal life work so if i'm giving that up you it has to be like i have to be getting something else out of our 
our one-on-one time that's going to help me recruit but like you can't be like a person who's just like toxic and bitching about everything because that's not going to work that's not that's not the environment I want to put myself in yeah you know like I mean we Go ahead. For some reason, I'm not spending it with my kids or whatever, and it's like either I have free time to myself or I could go do something with somebody. Free time to myself is always going to win. <laughs> like right. It just is. So if I decide to go do something with someone else, it's because I – like you really better be bringing something to the table. Right. And even if you are, sometimes I may really want to see that person and I know that I would enjoy my time with them and free time with myself still wins. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just- well, I think in cases like that, like I take it from like, oh, like, you know, that craft show isn't really like, that's not really something I need to do. I have a lot to get done in the morning and afternoon. But if you want to go out to dinner that night, let me know. Yeah. So it's kind of like the middle ground in between those. I can't give you my whole day. I can give you two hours. Yeah. And I think that's fair. And I wish, I kind of wish more people would communicate that. Because I know, like, I try to. And, you know, if that's just, you know, what you are. Like, Linda and I went out for lunch today. And it was fun, but I had stuff to do uh, at home. I had laundry to do. I wanted to finish a blog post and get it up. And so, like, I said, yeah. I was like, but I can't, like, that's all I can do. I can't go, like, on a shopping adventure or run errands. Yeah. And she's like, that's fine. You know, we drove separately. So that way, she, she, cause she had stuff to do afterwards. So it was exactly. fine. But we still got to sit down and have lunch together. Yeah. I think putting your expectations and, like, this is what I can do. It's not that I don't want to see you. And it's not that I, but this is how much time I have or this is how much energy I have. Mm-hmm. Where does that meet what, where you are? I think that's the difference with like friendship in your thirties. Would you, do you think you, have you ghosted anybody? You haven't, you're a fizzler. Like you, yeah. would you fizzle now? I, I mean, I think I've definitely, I don't know if I actually like truly, truly ghosted. I have, what's, I don't know what the right term would be. I have like force fizzled. Like I've purposefully started the fizzle, you know? Yeah. But I don't think I have ghosted. If I had an end of friendship now, um, depending on the circumstances i would probably just fizzle if it was like this person like we've talked before and like ah you know like i like you as a person but i just can't go out with you because you're constantly drunk and i'm not your babysitter and we've already talked about it and it's still happening i would just be like look i can't do this anymore because the reasons we've already discussed so if it's like a specific reason like that outside of like we just don't have anything in common or like we're just in different places in our life i would let that fizzle but if it's like specific like you're doing something that bothers me i will let you know yeah so yeah i mean and actually we uh we kind of had a friendship a group friendship and um this past like fall um it was a big it was a big interruption too and it like it in our like group here in columbus um it kind of added a a divide uh there was a lot of like toxic behavior that was happening a lot of um like behind the back chatter about people when they weren't present and it just and it finally just uh, it came to it it came to a head at a point and i kind of like spoke up about some things and then people parted ways so yeah i would say like four four people fell out of like our core like friendship group here of like coupling and stuff like that but i mean something needed to change yeah but i mean i think i think i read it somewhere like in kind of going through like this and like the blog post i posted today like i read somewhere about um like you can call yourself friends but like a true true friendship is tested when someone will defend your name when you're not present and that's like something that wasn't happening like like people were just like oh that's how they are or i that's just you got to ignore them and it was like yeah but it's creating a bad environment and yeah things had to change yeah yeah that's the thing too like people morph and change i think mm-hmm. cuz i think about i had you know, friends in your 20s, I think you, that's the age where you like, you collect the wrong word, but it's what I'm going to use. You kind of <laughs> go through and collect. I think about, you know, my time at Wright State and things when I finally was like making friends in college. I had lots mm-hmm. of girlfriends there and graduated and kind of still kept in touch with some of them and saw some of them occasionally and we talk. And then, you know, people, things fall through the wayside and people drop off and um, you know, even friends got carried over from high school and stuff from there, people I knew. And 
Um, and some people that I had been really close with through high school and through college. And I've never had a lot of friends, but I usually, generally, when I have a friend, I'll be pretty close and pretty tight. And for the most part, you know, I can usually count my really good friends on one hand. Uh, and there for a while I had, I had some friends, I could count them on like two hands. Um, wow. Yeah. But, you know, I was thinking about this for today's episode and there are friends where, you know, I met them when we moved to Eaton back in 1999, really close all through high school, through college and stuff. And then the last time I've seen some of these friends was when I had like maybe two months after I had Lorelai and she's five now. Mm. I haven't seen these people since then. I haven't really heard from them, you know, and, and it's gone both ways. I haven't sent out communication. They haven't either. Right. We've lived in different places and then text messages stop and then, email, you know, and, and that's fine. Um, but it's just so amazing to think of like, wow, we were so close. Yeah. I, you know, I'd spend the night at your house. I'd go hang out with you at college. We would go on big trips. You know, we'd like travel for hours together. We'd go see our other friends. We go, and now, never, never hear from those people. So it's interesting to like see that change through your teens and twenties, and then into your thirties of just like, nope. Do you think that changes because of like where you are in life? Like you said, you had Lorelai, and so it like puts you at a different stage than some people. Which I guess I don't know. I mean, you and I are still friends when you had Lorelai. It wasn't a you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think know. I think geography plays a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, kids can play a big part. You know, just in different part, different places in our life, not just the kids thing, but just in general. Mm-hmm. You know, and that goes for for a lot of people, not just one friend in particular. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just a lot of friends I can think of where you're just in different places, and then you just sort of fade. Now, I have a feeling if you know, I picked up the phone and called or texted or whatever. We could probably pick things up. It would take a little bit of work, but I think we could get back to yeah something. And then there are other friends where I think, hmm, probably not. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> like, there are some fizzles that happen for a reason, and there are other fizzles that happen strictly because of, you know, happenstance. Mm-hmm. I know like when I have so like every summer we have a barbecue and I had it I had it this year and um we're kind of at that point in our like core group of friends here that you know some people some people started to have kids and you have kids that are you know not older but you know five six we have kids and we have people who haven't had kids and people who like are choosing they're not going to have kids so it's a good mix uh and I know like sometimes I think that plays into part when people are having like get togethers like who they're going to invite because of what the atmosphere is but I my kind of thing is like this is what we're doing and like people are drinking we're having a barbecue bring your kids but just like like I guess like I set the expectations of knowing like this is what's happening you know this is the event and like kids are welcome but I just want them to know that people are drinking or like this is happening and I think most of my I would say all of my friends that like their kids are allowed to be around uh less than appropriate behavior I guess like if people are goofing off and making jokes it's not like oh my god my kid's here you can't cuss like that doesn't happen around like my group of friends here at all <laughs> you know like I think if someone was like that it, w- it would be a problem like you're not gonna fit in real well <laughs> yeah I mean the whole like well we have kids like it goes both ways some people mm-hmm. use that like oh well, so-and-so has kids like you can use it as an excuse not to be involved with that person anymore. Mm-hmm. And when you have kids, you can use it as an excuse. It does change things, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Stuff has to change. I mean, it just oh, yeah. it does. But like those groups are definitely, like, the first groups to probably be heading home because, you know, the yeah. night's carrying on and stuff like that. But. But, but, like, you know, we've maintained a friendship still. Things have to change. I can't do like a week visits with you or something like that. Like I can't, you know, stuff changes. But if a relationship is important, then like you, you give that, you understand that person's new priorities and let them have that and understand Mm -hmm. like shit changes. And then the person with the kids, like you understand, okay, you know what? I'll get back to this relationship in a different way, you know, when I can, like, mm-hmm. like stuff has to change. And, and if a relationship can't handle that, that's okay too. But, um, I think sometimes people 
like I've been on the receiving end of that. Like, oh, we have kids now, and I'm kind of like, yeah, that's not your call to make if I can or can't do something. Like, kind of fuck you. I Mm -hmm. now I don't want to because you're a dick. Because you're yeah, exactly. Um, But like, that's not your call to make to invite me or not invite me because I can or can't. Like, I'll either tell you no or not. Um, and for sure, it definitely has been a reason why we have used like to not go to something. Oh, we can't. We oh, got sure. the kids. Like for sure, we've used the kids as, as an excuse. Because I would. Like, why you have them? <laughs> it, it would probably sound better than it's like I don't really want to. Like yeah, like <laughs> look for all the crap they've put you through. The least they can do is be an excuse sometimes to politely get out of something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I I truly believe too. Like you, like even when you're busy, you have kids or like X Y Z. Like you make time for the things that are really important for you. Like you'll find the time, even it might not be like when it's offered. It might not be that time out, but the, like another time, like hey, like I can't, I have kids or we're busy, but can we go out to lunch next Sunday or something like that? Like yeah. you'll find a way to still connect with that person. You make way. time for things that are important, and if not, it fizzles. And if it fizzles, that's okay. It was, like- you know. It wasn't important. Well, and fizzles can, like, happen for a little while, and, like, you come back to it. Like, that definitely has happened, where a a friendship has fizzled for a while, and, like, it's come back around. You know, we pick it up a year later or something. And and that's, yeah. Like, I'll catch up with you when whatever this is, whether it's a relationship with a dude or kids or whatever it is. That is the, like, the stumbling block for us to hang out or continue is when this is over or when mm-hmm. you've got a handle on this. Yeah. Because um, I think we've all been there, too, where you, like, have a girlfriend and you're like, oh, you're making weird choices right now. And I love you, but I don't love what's happening. It's not my place to tell you that this is insane. I'm going to step out for a while and let you work through this and uh, we'll come back. And and then, you know, eight months later, you come back and they're like, oh, my God, that was just a nightmare. And you're like, mm-hmm. You want to be like, yeah, I tried to tell you. And you're just like, oh, well, tell me about it. And then you're back. So, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know that I'm that. I'm not as forgiving as you are in that aspect. Like, maybe the first time, but like. I think I've had friends that are habitually that way. Like when you get a boyfriend, that's like, that's all that is. And I'm just like, how about that? So I don't know. Have you ever had a friend who like they can only have one friend at a time. They can only focus on one person at a time and everyone else kind of gets discarded. Um, hmm. Probably when I was younger. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anyone current and not so much now. Right. And I would think my, like, examples or my thoughts when I think of that are people, like, that are younger. And almost the fact that, like, when you're spending time with other people, they kind of get jealous. Or if you are with other people, like, you're in a group of three or two. And there's, like, that person, like, tries to pull a person you know away from not literally pull them but like direct the conversation or like they start piling on inside jokes and stuff like that to like kind of exclude somebody and i just i maybe then maybe that's just a younger trait like yeah, i'm better friends like than a you younger, are i feel like that's something you definitely deal with when you're younger like high school mm-hmm. years and like your 20s and you're like figuring that out for sure there have been relationships like that where you're like oh i can't okay I can't interact with you and this other person. There's no friend mixing with you. I have to spend time with just you when it, like when I'm hanging out. Yeah. Um, we've definitely had that, but it's not, I haven't had that since I've been in like high school or, or yeah. maybe like early twenties. Yeah. That's like when I think of the examples of something like that, then definitely younger times. Definitely. Yeah. Whereas but, now it's just like, no, I can like, I could friend mix and it would be fine. But I also can count the number of, like, friends on one hand. <laughs> or who I'd really consider friends and want to spend time with. Like, yeah, there's, like, five I also, of them. I think, so something I kind of like in my 30s is, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, deep friend mixing. So, like, like, f- like friends you hang out with and, like, 
people who get to know each other, but the only reason they know each other is because of you. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's interesting to like, then see how those people interact. Cause they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're friends with you, like on the edges, you know, I don't have the edges, but, uh, like you and you and Amanda, like you guys know each other because of me. And it's funny how like, well, you guys get along and like relate to things and how, and how similar your personalities are, but you guys don't know each other. And I know both of you. And I think it's funny how like, oh, the friends I've picked are similar, but have nothing to do with each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Or like I'm friends with Linda now. Yeah. But I only know her because of you, and I really like her. Right, Linda. and I just think it's funny that it's like that, you know? Yeah. I well, can... speaking of speaking yeah. of Linda, uh, so do you, uh, this is my interesting story of, like, how I've met someone in my 30s, because that's something I wanted to talk about, is, like, how do you meet friends now? So Linda, um, I met her... I guess I was technically, I was either 30 or getting ready to turn 30, but she is my next door neighbor and moved in and was excited getting a new neighbor. You know, it could be a make or break. Like if we get an asshole neighbor, you know, it's several years of just shit, you know, but had a cool neighbor and went to go like they're outside, went to go introduce themselves. And the person who lived there before I would check on their dog. So I had a key to their house. So I wanted to give them a key to their house. So it was like, hi, nice to meet you here's a key like here's the key to your house so they're probably like oh my god this is really weird and then turn around with me is my husband who has a black eye <laughs> so not only do i have a key to your house you live next door to a guy with a black eye <laughs> so we did not make the best first impression on linda but somehow it worked out and she's still my friend and you got the key back uh yeah yeah see it's perfect i'm trying to think all of my God, I'm like running through the list. So my my like uh, older adult friends, I've either met, um, it's like work or other place friends. I've worked, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like Meredith has worked, Sarah's worked, um, and then so I have a couple friends I've made in my mid, you know, my like from my mid twenties to now, and they've been work. I met a really good friend who lives here. And she knew Joey from like college age years and they were still friends. So I met her and now I always tell Joey, like, if we get divorced, I get custody of her. You get to keep her? Yeah. Like she's mine now, not yours. <laughs> so I met her through him. And yeah. then you know, the and then yeah, the other one was a volunteer that worked with me at my last job and we're still friends and and then a colleague from there. And then the other friends are, you know, friends that I had at high school or high school jobs. So it's been pretty much like work for the most part. Yeah, that's me too. Like um, either work or just through other friends, I guess with the exception of, and I don't know what this category would fall into, just like common things. Maybe the same thing, like if you like your kids, like when your kids start school, you meet like other parents, but I've made a lot of friends with like, um, widow support group yeah because that's like a we're like we're kind of rare but there's more of us than you would realize but i guess i mean that's not i don't think it's okay so maybe being like a 30 year old widow is different but the like circumstance of meeting people because you have something in common i get like i said like a pta like it's i would kind of like put it with those kind of things you yeah meet people because of you know like your kids or like a sport they play or something like that yeah, I think if I was doing hobbies or something, I'd, I'd have friends. If I was doing improv still or something, I'd probably have so closer friends. Do you think from you that, would ever so. use um like a type of like a like an app to like meet friends? So supposedly, and I only know this because of like widow people that I know that are going back into dating a lot of like dating apps and stuff like that. But on uh, Bumble is yeah, a dating app, a but also there's like a side one. where you can do like friendship. Would you ever do anything like that? To, like, I think if I friend? moved to like a new city or something and I was alone, uh-huh. I would consider maybe doing something that like that. Yeah, um, I would consider it too. Not even just like that. I don't know if it was like a um, like I could see myself like on there, like because none of my friends, all of my friends are like not into like working out so i could see myself like on there like trying to find like a friend like a workout buddy like a friend who wants to like come use my gym i don't (laughs) think i'm opposed to to something like that to find yeah because i also don't think women are as creepy if you're just like i'm just looking for like a buddy to go to the yarn store i'm just looking for someone to go see a movie like with just like similar hobbies 
if someone yeah. i know people use meetup and stuff like that which i'm not opposed to either i've just never oh, done not, it i don't know about that. um it's just like groups stuff like there's a photography meetup group in my neighborhood oh. or something like that or a sca- so it's just like cool. oh people do similar things and you can come you know it's an organized mm-hmm. thing so i wouldn't be opposed to that if we were to, to like move and, yeah. and i was like um you know, I work from home and I'm moving to a new place. And so my outlet to meet humans is really limited. Yeah. And if I wasn't involved in like taking a class or doing a something else. Yeah. I'd probably be more inclined to, to use an app to meet like a friend than I would be to date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, I would agree. I, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of friends or not a lot, but I have a good amount of friends who've met, like, their everything on some dating app, you know? Yeah. I digress. I've met a lot of my adult friends that I have now um, through um, either mutual friends and or, like, they live in our neighborhood or at one point lived in our neighborhood. And we met – our neighborhood used to be all about, like – um social events and stuff like that we don't really do i don't know it just kind of fizzled out they don't really do them as much anymore but that's how i've met a lot of my friends um that have at one time lived here or they you know they were friends with somebody who at one time lived here so like my friend i know from living here melissa i that's how i know amanda and uh, melissa and amanda used to um work at the state house together and that's how i knew you know what i mean so it's like you know like six degrees of separation like i met her because i live here and then i met her because she knows the person i know who lived here (laughs) yeah that makes sense yeah people are always like how do you meet people how do you i get students who ask that a lot they come into my office and they're like i haven't made friends yet how do i meet make friends trying to like and i'm always like oh you sweet 18 year old I think you have to stop worrying about it. That's the first thing. But how do you tell yeah. someone that? Like, just stop worrying about it and just go do the things that you like. And and you'll meet people who like that and you'll just create genuine, like, normal connections. Yeah. You're trying to, like, force something and create something and that doesn't work. You're going to look like a sociopath. Stop it. I think I had a cheat code for meeting friends in college. I mean, like... I was there the summer before with my teammate. So, like, I already had this, like, built-in, like, friend group going in. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's a little bit different than just, like... I mean, I met other people, obviously. But you I guess you already have that confidence from being friends with. Or, like, oh, they met this person and you're my teammate, so I'm having lunch with you. And it's like, hey, do you have you met this person? And so it's just a little bit easier sometimes. Um, How do you think, like, looking back how we grew up, we didn't have like Facebook or um, what was before Facebook? Oh, MySpace. Um, MySpace or Instagram or any of that stuff. I wonder until, if like, you could still log into your MySpace. I would love to. I would love to. I remember my polka dot background and the music that played, but. I wonder what my song was. I can't remember. <laughs> I bet it was like your Harry top eight Jr. Ranking? or something Probably. like that. Because cl- I'm a classy bitch. Oh, are you? Mm -hmm. But do you think social media affects friendships? Like, okay, so like positively or negatively, like for like people who had it at a younger age, how do you think it affects them? But then also, do you think it helps or hurts us in the sense of like, well, it makes us, we can like have soft touches on people without actually like having to have conversations with them. Like I'm friends with people on Facebook that I never talked to, like, but we went, but I just, I but I know a lot about their life, but I, I don't ever talk to them. You know, I think, like, what do you think? How do you think that affects people? I think for older people like us, you know how to talk on the phone. Wait, wait, we are not older people. Please rephrase. Okay. For, I was oh like, like people our parents age or older. No, rephrase. For people in their 30s Thank or you. older who <laughs> know how to have a conversation and make eye contact and know how to use their phone to call and not just like people who know how to interact with human beings. I think social media is not like a deterrent because like you said, like there are people on Instagram or something. I think it's cool because you can reach out and kind of like I was having um, a quick conversation about 
a TV show with like a blogger who has a huge following who I like, who I happened to just, she happened to say she was going to watch a show. And I just was like, sent off a comment of like, oh, this is my thought on that. And she wrote back, you know, like I didn't expect her to. So we're having a conversation about that. So you, I think social media can have like a, a weird thing of where like you can connect with people you wouldn't normally ever connect with. Like she lives in New York. I wouldn't know anything about her, but, and there are like millions of, examples of that where oh I, it's opened me up to people who i never would have known about or like mm-hmm. we've we've been in contact with a lot of other like female podcasts that are really cool and have learned about them and stuff so i think it can open up and you can start conversations that way that can lead to some interesting kind of like virtual friendships and then maybe real ones mm-hmm. um but we know how to interact as humans I think for yeah. the younger generation, and I see this with like my students and stuff, they don't, <laughs> they do not know how to interact as a human because all they've known is this like, well, I'm just going to send a chat. I'm just going to type it. I'm just going to, and I think you lose so much about being a human when the only way you know how to interact with people is by typing and texting and sending chats it's great for people who have anxiety or social issues or don't do well in person and you need to maybe like warm up before you meet someone or, or, or things like that. So I, it can be great for people who are on the spectrum or have other issues where you like verbally meeting someone and for the first time is not your best interaction. Right. Right. But for most people and I think it's, you know, when they come to me and they're like, I don't know how to meet someone. And I'm like, do you go to anything? Right. And they're like, no. I'm like, well, like it's not just going to happen. Yeah, because they don't understand that you just liking shit on Instagram or TikTok and, and stuff is not, that's not how you make relationships and how you make friends. So this number you have on, well, Facebook's not even relevant anymore. You know, these likes, you have TikTok these comments, you Instagram. Have, these are not friendships. No. These are not relationships. Yeah, you might have some conversations and stuff. And I think sometimes you can have a connection with somebody and continue a conversation online. But it's not going to, for the most part, be necessarily a lifelong meaningful connection that they're seeking. They For right. a while it is. But so many of them come in and like, there has to be a a physical person there at some point mm-hmm. for you to really feel like it's well, a complete friendship. And you have to even if like even if it is an online conversation, you still have to be able to have a conversation. Yeah, like I think you have to be able to like. I think it's really affecting text and complete sentence. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to be a real person. I think it's affecting the younger generation just on like how to gauge body language and gauge social interactions and form these bonds and it would be interesting to see down the road studies on like what having conversations in like a text way and strictly Mm -hmm. a text way not person to person does to how it like the relationship part of your brain how that forms how that sure. sends out the chemicals and like what that does. Because I'm sure there's a difference here on when I'm talking to somebody or when I'm meeting them face to face and we're talking like of the oxytocin and the all of the brain chemicals and stuff that are getting sent out compared to if I'm reading something on a screen. Like there's got to be a difference. And as far as that being like a permanency thing and all of that. So I think it's definitely affecting probably the younger generation's ability to like connect and have a longer kind of longer relationship thing, like a commitment thing. I don't know. Finding. I I, I would be interested to, I I sound like, like an old woman. I feel like like we just had science time with Whitney and I feel like we need to do it more often. But (laughs) But yeah, I feel like you also kind of had your moment of like in my day. (laughs) I know. And I don't mean to come off the way, but I do. I know. I see it so often. Yeah, like in although the I see it sometimes, just like interviewing people, like uh, like for a job, for like an entry level position, interviewing people, and it's just like 
I'm trying to like get more out of them. And it's just, it's not there. And it's kind of like, well, you have my resume. It's on my resume. It's on my resume. Cool. But you need to be able to have a conversation too. And that's what I'm trying to assess your ability to speak here. Yeah. And it's rough sometimes. Yeah. And I don't think you can form friendships. It's hard. It's really hard when you, when you see younger generation get out and try to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. When they're not used to that, they're so nervous and they're so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think having the screens constantly and talking to everybody on a screen and then you put them with each other and are like, okay, now you want to build friendships and you want to build those long lasting relationships. Screens are gone, interact, and they get so nervous and self-conscious and uncomfortable they don't know what yeah. to do. And it's not everybody. Of course it's not everybody. No, it's not. I have great examples of people doing great. But – but I it's the do. ones who like struggle that stand out the most because you're just you kind of just want to be like, what the hell? Yeah, I think you. What do are you gonna do? Like, it. how are you gonna make it in the real world? Yeah, I think you do see it a lot, and I'm like, I don't. And I mean, we're talking relationship. Maybe we'll make I an excellent engineer. That... <laughs> I love my engineers, but I see it everywhere. Um, I don't think that like when we were that age that we everyone you know is always like i want a relationship and i want friends like that's a that's a normal thing yeah you go through at that age and we like, like spent time with our friends you know what i mean like yeah go and hang like, out with them and like slumber parties and i just know i know from like coaching like that's not like you don't like hang out with someone's house very often or anything like that like it's not as common or like you even and like you would go hang out and you didn't have like Everyone Everyone's didn't their have their phone. own phone. Like you would go yeah. spend time and actually go spend time. Like you had to go entertain, like play games, or just person. sit and talk or whatever. You and yeah. I just come up with stupid shit to do. You weren't just like in a room with each other on every and everybody was on oh. their phone. Yeah. So I I think there is a change, and I think that really is going to that's going to affect the way that you form relationships. It just I is. So. No, I think so. So I think yeah, you're very right. So I have a friendship beef of the week with you. Okay. I reached out to you with my, my like desire and want to get a hedgehog and you just made fun of me. And that really hurt me as a friend. Oh, well, this is me not caring because it's a stupid idea. Why is it a stupid idea? Because they don't belong in people's houses and they don't belong in people's houses. I'm so tired of people having animals that don't belong in their house so what if he was like someone had him who shouldn't have had him and i don't i don't know i'm not gonna get him from a pet store or anything like that but just like a rescue hedgehog like he would die without me no he will not die without you he'll be fine wherever he's at well i couldn't release him into the release him you could release him into the wild you don't want a fucking hedgehog (sighs) i don't know why you have to poo poo on all my dreams because Hedgehogs aren't like toilet trained. You're not taking a hedgehog out with the dogs like you are. So you're going to have to have like hedgehogs. Also, why do you want an animal in a a terrarium? That's so sad for that little hedgehog that he has to live in a stupid terrarium. Well, I'm about to put my chihuahua with Cushing's in a terrarium pretty soon because that asshole keeps only peeing on the pee pad when it's cold. He won't go outside. I mean, yeah. So I'll put him in a terrarium. Okay. Well, your hedgehog in your show. No, I'm so tired of people having animals that they shouldn't be having why do that you don't want to fucking hedgehog what other animals shouldn't people have oh my god so many animals no off topic anyway yeah all right back on topic now that we know that you're a gryffindor we had to know i had no idea no idea oh so i found this when i was just researching some things and i found this interesting i wanted to see if you agree with the benefits of friendship this is from the mayo clinic site um but the benefits of friendship and why it's important, and maybe this is kind of why you, like these issues, um, why you might be worried for like younger generation and not having these things. But benefits of friendship increase your sense of belonging and purpose, uh, boost your happiness, reduce your stress. I need more friends to help reduce my stress. You need like, I need to just pile it like on a, somebody else. A team. <laughs> someone has to check in every day like who's got who has melissa from nine to noon and then who has her from noon to dinner time there you go you need like a football rolodex of just people helping me um improve your self-confidence and self-worth well i really do need a treat not me though you need (laughs) i'm not doing that 
Um, this one helps. You you help cope with trauma such as divorce, serious illness, job loss, or death of a loved one. I, I feel like that. you've helped me with my trauma. You listen that. to me complain or scream into a dog bed. I sh- yeah, I show up at houses and and make lists and do things. Yeah. Um, encourage you to change. You do not do this. Encourage you to change unhealthy lifestyle habits such as ex- excess drinking or lack of exercise. I feel like you root on like. Who cares? Let's have the French fries and hamburger. <laughs> I just want French fry and hamburger. I don't. I do not um, like encourage drug use or no. you know or excess drinking. Or excess drinking because mainly because it makes me feel like shit. You just you just you do promote excess French fries though, I do. right? I always promote yeah. excess French fries. Always have. Always will. <laughs> well, look at that. See, friendship is good. Yeah, it's good for us. It's healthy. I wonder too. Uh, I wonder maybe if like people who have unhealthy friendships, like you know, they're competing or like I don't know. You probably have like been around like one uppers and stuff. But people just stress you out. I wonder then. I would suppose that it would affect your health and stuff negatively. Like oh, add sure. to your stress add, and like yeah. decrease your self worth and stuff like that. So I mean, yes, I'm sure this is only for healthy. Healthy. Yeah. So I mean I mean I think it's a it's a reason to get rid of the toxic people in your life. Like it's not just I mean it's affecting your health, I would assume. All more reason I think uh, why as you get older to be choosier that you yeah, like you're choosier. It's not friends are not pokemon. You don't have to collect them all. That is my mm-hmm. outlook on friendship. I well, you're, have investing in these friendships. I what? You have a you know, I said you're investing in these friendships, so like you want to make sure you're, like that you're put like they're they're worth your time. I know that sounds like an asshole thing. To no, say, but it's but, like, true. Like you know, what I mean, you want to like, and you need to be getting as much support out of it as you're putting into it. Like if you know, you like I said, you've helped me through trauma and stuff. But if it was like I was always just a mess and wasn't like listening to you or helping you or talk about things with you, that'd be a one-sided friendship, and it wouldn't really be beneficial. I think there's like, you know, yeah, I'd cut and run, bitch. Be- huh? I'd cut and run. Like, right you don't always be 50 50 like sometimes people are going to be stronger than others but like big picture it needs to be 50 50 you know yeah did I, you say you had a beef with me did i cut you off uh-uh. oh i thought you said you had a beef with me i was like bring no, it bitch Let's i'm nice it. i have a beef with you oh. i just let you do you I don't no you won't you won't let me get a hedgehog mom because it's a stupid idea and you'll regret it. And five days later, you'll call me and be like, why did I get this stupid hedgehog? It keeps peeing and pooping everywhere. And I can't hold it. I'm not going to let it run around the house like a it. cat. And it keeps making these weird noises at strange hours of the day. And yeah, you'd hate it. He's nocturnal. He's only going to make strange noises at night. You'd hate it. You would hate it. <laughs> but he'd be really cute. I feel like you he'd, make, want... he'd be a really good Instagram That's pet. That's what I was going to say. You just want it to make like Instagram videos. And yeah, and you'd be like, I have to spend money on this weird hedgehog food. I hate doing this. I can feed him cat food. I've done some research, Whitney. Did you see the picture? I did send you a picture of one that he had some type of issue and he lost all of his fur, including his like spikies. So he looked like a little testicle. Gross. No, I did not see hilarious. that. I'm very glad I didn't. Ugh. I will send it to you later. You I'll post on Instagram and be like, Platonic Life Mates new pet, the little testicle. No. Oh, so do you have anything else to discuss about friendship before we head into Tiny Joys? Um, if you get a hedgehog, the friendship's over. No, it's not. I'll kidnap the hedgehog and send it to a hedgehog retreat so it can recover. Next time you're in town, can we go to like a hedgehog sanctuary and just like hang out with some hedgehogs? I'll get my fix. First of all, I highly doubt there's one a hedgehog sanctuary near you. I'll find one. Okay. I'll find one. Fine. We'll go to a fucking hedgehog sanctuary. What do I care? And then you'll see how weird it is. Um, no. Friendships are great and fine. I like them better in my thirties. Healthy ones are great and fine. fine. I like them better in my thirties. They're much more chill. And I like them. Mm-hmm. And I have fewer. I feel like of I want to have a bucket list of I want to ghost somebody though. You want I want to ghost, ghost somebody. somebody. I don't know. Maybe I'll find somebody on Bumble and ghost them. That is a little bit of a sociopath thing to say. 
just it, putting it that is, out but there. also like i feel like i need <laughs> to live up to my assholery title like i think i'm an asshole but i don't really have never done anything assholery to a friend oh so God. i don't know why i think i'm an asshole I need to be an asshole. Okay. Assholery. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, as your friend, that is unhealthy behavior. I will let you eat all the fries you want, but I'm not going to let you essentially you let catfish slash ghost somebody. You're going to find someone on Bumble. <laughs> yeah. That's, to... a new, that's an interesting idea to like catfish a friend. You're going to ghost would you catfish fish. a friend be like, like, I mean, like, I think of, like, catfishing, like, you're catfishing the opposite sex in the form of, like, leading them on, like, in a dating aspect. Yeah, and so eat. maybe you lie about your looks or something like that. But I don't feel like that things would be important in a friendship. So how would you catfish a friend? You'd be catfishing them about the whole, like, I want to be your friend. I'm going to hang out with you. And then mm. just to ghost them, the whole thing would be a catfishing situation. Well, first of ghost. all, first of all, you know I'm being facetious because I'm oh, an I'm asshole. Super disturbed. <laughs> Whatever. I'm putting this on You'll the list of Melissa's sociopath behavior. How big is that list? I just started it, but this oh! is going on there. <laughs> All right. You should keep it a running list. I'm, making, just a, see what I'm making a list on my phone. Good. Yep. <laughs> just started. Okay. Tiny Joys. Whitney, do you have any Tiny Joys? Because I have a couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Hopefully you didn't sign up for Bumble Friends this week. So my first time joy is Bumble Friends, and I found a friend, and I ghosted her, I'm and it's my dream come true. I'm going to get on and warn all of them. <laughs> I think you watched, you know what the problem is, you binged you, and now it's messed with your brain chemistry. You're a little off. Can we be off topic for just one second? I finished and the show, and I We have, have a friend, a mutual friend, who, like has made comments on social media about like being in love with that guy and like falling for him. And I want to be like, we need to talk about your choices. I know. I'm like, next time I see you, we're having a serious discussion. Well, I did. I replied multiple times. I was like, I kind of hope you're joking, but I don't think you are. And this is a problem. (laughs) I know he's not real, but also this is a problem. But that is a thing. This, yes, we're going on a tangent here for a moment. If you like get on the interwebs and you look that up, women have gone crazy for Joe in you. I know that's a. I will say I will. I will admit that I find myself like rooting him on no! for like a second, and you're like, wait, no, like he's the really shitty bad guy, like kill people, bad no. guy, like no, not just like the douche canoe, like dude who's kind of hot. He's not okay. He's scary. He kills people. He has murdered many people for crazy town reasons of but i love you then kills the women he loves i know he's bananas town so not to have like any like spoilers but what did you think about the twist uh in the second season yeah i mean i'm i knew something was coming i didn't know exactly what because i was watching it i was like Okay, second season is basically repeating first season. What the fuck? Right. This is not. So it could be the same thing. Yeah. And then as we're going on, I was like, no, it's gonna be. Her. It's yeah. gonna be her, but I don't know exactly what, but like something. Um. So I didn't know exactly what. Like I didn't know she would have done that to the nanny and stuff. But I knew, like, once she showed up where he was and he was locked in, I was like, she's gonna be fine with it. Yeah. And she's going to kill What's-Her-Face. But I didn't know that she was going to be like, I figured you out a long time ago, Joe. And then I also found your secret box. And then I read all your stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And I killed the nanny. I was like, oh, okay. So what I kind of find interesting, too, is like people, like you said, on social media, women going bananas for Joe. love him. But then, like... It is not okay, ladies. But then at the to... end, but at the end, he's like, he's like, you know, he has this girl. She's pregnant. Like, okay, like, you guys can be crazy together. No, like, he sets his eyes on another woman. I like, know, the very no, end. Like, like, you like him because he's protective and he kills people for you or whatever. Yeah. But no, but you're not, like, as soon as, you, as, soon as you're conquered, he's on to the next challenge. That's like, what I did not... find that. Yeah, the very last scene in the film i was like wait what because he's talking about like some prisons or whatever and some prisons are stunned. and i was like wait so now yeah. you're like dissatisfied right 
Because why? Because she could have been happy together. Because she's just as psychotic as you. And now you're like, like Ooh. It wasn't a challenge anymore. and then you saw your neighbor and you're all like, hello, you. Ugh. hello neighbor so hello yeah the whole thing i have very a lot of thoughts but the biggest takeaway i have is why are women cheering him on he will murder you do you not understand that he will murder you but he loves and me. he's murdered lots of people and this I'm- i i will not understand i've been against him from the beginning i have too because um the actor who plays him was also in gossip girl and it was the worst twist of gossip girl ever where he ends up being gossip girl just like please this is stupid anyway um okay tiny joy tiny joy my tiny joy this week was i after watching you and binging it and then being like oh i feel so dirty uh this week, since I started work and I had just watched that, I was like, I need something light and mindless. I started watching on Hulu the Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman show Making It. Okay. And it is so sweet. It's just crafters doing crafts. It is the American equivalent of the Great British Baking Show to me because it's just light and happy and sweet the contestants are so kind and helpful to each other and sweet. Um, Amy and Nick are like really fun and they have a little pun off and it's just light and really nice. So if you need like a mental cleanse um, on Hulu or all the current episodes, I think season one might be on there. I haven't gone back, but so I like binged all of the, most recent episodes from this season and it just like it leaves you feeling happy because they're all so kind and they just make really cool creative things and they're all so sweet so that's my tiny joy oh sounds nice i'll have to check it out yeah I, you I should it's really nice so i have a couple so i've went down i have this i feel like every week i talk about i went down a rabbit hole or a dark hole so i've been like reading everything i can about like these the fires in um, australia like it's devastating it's scary heartbreaking and all of the above but I, I came across two stories that were kind of uplifting and they kind of like made me tear up and the first one was it was just a video and there was like a little bit of a news blurb but it was mostly about this video that someone took on their phone and please if you're going to take a video on your phone, please turn your phone horizontal, not portrait. Anyway, it was a portrait video of um, U.S. firefighters landing in Australia to, like, help. Yeah. And, like, the people in the airport were just, like, standing up and clapping for these, like, these fire, these American firefighters that were just walking through there. And it was just really touching. And you could see, like, the guys were kind of, like, surprised by it and stuff like this. But it was just, like, a really, like... It kind of made me sad, like not sad, just like tear up. Like, and then a second one was a um, the fire was really close in um to some sheep, and they were panicking and like going towards the fire. And this border collie herded them into safety. Like they like this border collie (laughs) saved this herd of sheep from being caught up in the flames by like and like the picture of the border collie like she like the i don't hear she i don't know but the, they're almost all black from like the soot and the ash and stuff like that from like helping these sheep get away from it into safety and it's like it's just the instinct that little like little sheep the now i'm thinking border like, collies if, are the best I, now honestly like i don't know like i my dogs are like my family and sheep are like livestock and i don't want to get in a debate about animal lives i don't know that i would let my dog go in and save some farm animals i don't know if i would have yeah, but are like it's different it's there. Livelihood. Like the I know animals are their livelihood, and like that dog is like their worker too. Like, yeah, it's a whole. I thing. know, but Lulu um, would not have been such herding sheep. She would just been like, get in the car, we're leaving. But no. and then my third one, this one's just kind of like a small, I guess, shout out too. So we have a mutual friend, Beth Hire, and um, she used to live here, but she's moved out west, and she started her own business. But I also saw her randomly. I was just like going through like our Instagram feed, and she did a post with uh, Top Knot Squad, which is a kind of relatively popular podcast. And she did a post with them, and I just was really excited for her to see that post. Nice. I was like, "Yay, go Beth!" Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so kind of like little happy things and like the craziness of the world, like politically and on fire. 
all the stuff that's ha- literally on fire. Like literally, the world's on fire, and people are blowing, pe- blowing, you know, blowing people up and all kinds of craziness. Yeah. And there's like a couple like, oh, like real oh moments I had. Like it wasn't about a moisturizer <laughs> or like a book. I mean, books are fun too, but it was just like these were like, especially the firefighter and the 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 sheep, the fire ones. Yeah. They were real like. Oh, those are really sweet, and they were real, real joys. You know what I mean? Yeah, those were nice. Well, Beth was a joy too. I'm not saying she wasn't, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. The border collie joy. I love you, Beth. Um, nice. So. She's a long distance friend, so. I was just uh, Instagram messaging her today. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, nice. Well, good wrap up to the week. All right. Well, guys. Um, please make sure you subscribe if you like us, or even if you don't, you can subscribe and then ignore us. How about that? Yeah, I'll take a hate subscribe. I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah, I give you permission to ignore us, but subscribe anyway. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes. I think that's the only place you can rate and review. And then you can find us on platoniclifemates.com, where we also post some blog stuff. You can find us at, on Facebook at Platonic Life Mates and on Instagram at Platonic Life Mates. So find us. <laughs> We're there. And everybody else have a good week and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.